Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. There's a crisis of confidence in the Met Police. In a week, they would rather forget. A YouGov poll found that the majority of Londoners think the force is sexist and racist. There's been the appalling story of a 15-year-old black schoolgirl in Hackney who was strip-searched whilst on her period without adult supervision. In a statement, the Met Central East Command said, The incident should never have happened. It's truly regrettable and on behalf of the Met Police, I would like to apologise to the child concerned, her family and the wider community. All this is happening whilst the selection of a new Met Commissioner is on hold until Cressida Dick's payoff is sorted out, a contentious issue that isn't sitting well with most people. Whoever gets that job will have their work cut out to say the least, but can they actually win over the public and build back trust in the Met? Emma Lofhagen is a comment writer from the Evening Standard. Emma, you wrote a column for the Evening Standard on the girl who was strip-searched. How did you feel hearing what had happened? To be honest, I just couldn't quite believe what I was reading I mean a story about a child being strip searched anyway is quite shocking and already provokes a lot of questions but then when I was reading the details it it really turned my stomach a 15 year old schoolgirl being taken out of an exam and strip searched while on her period without adult supervision because teachers wrongly suspected that she smelled of cannabis and then forced to go and sit back and and finish her exam. And I think the thing that really angered me as well was reading about how this horrific ordeal impacted her life. Like, this was a a girl who was top of her class. She was even a prefect. She was described by her family as bubbly and happy-go-lucky. And suddenly, after this happened to her, she's become a recluse, she doesn't speak to people. Her, her parents have said she's the shell of the person that she was. So I think anyone reading this would would be angered and, and shaken like I was. What what she was saying, what I've read from her her own words in the report was she thinks about this every day. She feels like she's she's locked in a box and she can't get out. Every day she wants to scream and cry. And and this all came from something that was completely unnecessary, was done without any proper protocols or adult supervision. And just the fact that this was ever allowed to happen is really unfathomable. And, and it seems like her life has been destroyed by this. Do you think the Met is fit for purpose? I mean... Well, this this poll that, that's just come out yesterday, I think it was, that 63% of Londoners surveys that the Met is probably or definitely institutionally sexist and 64% said it's probably or definitely racist. I think that really speaks for itself and it's really, really worrying for the Met because fundamentally in order for the Met to function in any meaningful way, it has to be based on trust. The police exist 
based on a contract between themselves and the citizens, right? They keep us safe and in exchange we grant them powers that ordinary citizens don't have, like the authority to use violence or to come into our homes and detain us, whatever that might be. But without trust that the police are using those powers to keep us safe and using them in a non-biased way, the entire system really falls apart. So I think that poll really, really answers that question. And in order for the Met to function, I think it, it needs... a immediate root and branch reform. The poll you mentioned is new, but how far back have there been issues between the Met and ethnic minorities as well as women? Yeah, well, we all know about Stephen Lawrence and and the Stephen Lawrence report that found that the Met was institutionally racist and, and that was in the 90s. So these problems obviously aren't new and they go back further than that as well. And and it just seems at, at what point... Will there be meaningful change? You know, how many lives have to be destroyed in order for change to be made? And and it seems like we are going around in circles having these conversations, getting more and more frustrated, particularly in London. So yeah, th- this is this is not a new problem by all accounts. I think it's been brought into really sharp relief with Sarah Everard. But I think anyone who's who has any knowledge of the Met's history knows that this is a problem that goes well beyond that. Is there a way back for the Met from all this? Well, I think the breach of trust has been so egregious, but I think that if change is made quickly, if they if there's an understanding of how fraught the relationship between the Met and Londoners has become, then there could be a way back. But I think, for example, these reports of Crested a Dick haggling for a payout again just shows how out of touch the institution is and how skewed their priorities continue to be because how this report can come out on the same week as this report about this girl being strip searched it is just such a stark contrast and it doesn't seem to me that there is the depth of understanding of the anger in London that's required for the change to be made at the moment. There's a new commissioner coming. What do you need to see from them? I think something that the new commissioner could do is to have fundamental outreach programmes for communities that feel estranged from the police, for women, for ethnic minorities, for the LGBTQ community, in ways that make us feel included, that make us feel heard, that make us feel the Met understand our concerns. Because I think after Sarah Everard, the commissioner's response was so poor and showed such a lack of understanding that the anger just escalated and escalated. And I think someone who who shows that they they understand the anger and are putting steps in place to address it would be what I'd want to see. Do you think the Met need to implement further changes beyond just the commissioner? I mean, definitely, yeah. I mean, the the report that came out a month or so ago about the, the police officers in Charing Cross and how widespread the misogyny and homophobia and racism was shows that obviously this is not just a problem with the head of the institution. It, it's, it goes much deeper than that. And it, it's a an institutional culture that exists in the Met would you personally go to the police if you needed help? I mean, I have in the past and the response was poor. 
So if I did need help again, I would definitely think twice, which is a terrible position for the Met to be in. It it just shows that they're fundamentally, they're not fulfilling the function that they are supposed to. If so many Londoners from this poll believe that they can't exercise their power in a fair way, obviously you would think twice about going to them. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.